it's Marley from the Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Thursday, December 1st. So welcome to December. Of course, we're jumping into a brand new month, a brand new energy, a brand new life lesson. Go ahead and take a listen to December's energy forecast, the intro that I've already put out there for your listening pleasure. It's going to give you a rundown on what it is that we can expect from the month. What is interesting is that we are starting this on a Thursday, which is ruled over by Jupiter. And of course, we're still in Sagittarius season. That is also ruled over by Jupiter. And in this month, one of the major aspects that we have going on this month is Jupiter re-entering into Aries energy. And Jupiter being about growth and expansion, beliefs and blessings and abundance, you best believe that we are in for a lot of change, a lot of action, a lot of positive rewards coming to us because of some of the pain and struggles that of course we endured mostly divinely scripted through that eclipse season. So we have the moon in Pisces. Of course, we just had our first quarter moon in Pisces yesterday morning, Wednesday morning. That is pretty much the moon phase that we are starting December off with, which is adding a whole different layer of energy to taking action, taking action on new things, new paths, new directions, because of course, the Pisces energy helped us wrap up that old karmic cycle, close the door on some soul contracts, really integrated that healing energy that we need in order to move on. So we have the moon in Pisces going void, of course, at 9.46 p.m. We'll be moving into Aries energy, which is an interesting energy for us to be starting off this fiery season December energy with because of course Aries is a fire energy the very first sign of the zodiac which means that we are ready to take action we're ready to jump into something new we have new passions new desires new experiences that we want and we're not afraid to go after them very much playing into this Jupiter moving back into Aries energy that we will be experiencing later on this month. So having the moon lock into this Aries energy at 1142, you best believe that we are going to feel that shift, that spark come back in our life force energy. We are going to be revved up all the right ways, and it's going to make for a very interesting first couple days of December. We have a relatively busy day here in the cosmos with 13 different aspects. Eight of them involve the moon. Venus is going to sit across from Mars. So we have Venus in Sag energy. Venus is the feminine divine energy. Mars is the masculine divine energy, and he is retrograde in Gemini energy. Sag and Gemini energy sit across from one another in the zodiac wheel and represent the axis of information and beliefs. Now, Venus, who is all about value and worth and love and money and happiness and joy, is in Sag energy right now, pushing the boundaries of what is possible for her pushing the boundaries of what it is that she wants to set out and actually pursue in life. She has a new truth. She has a new meaning. She has a new purpose. We just came out of Scorpio season. We're standing in the light of Sag, and she is really just wanting to open up herself to the realm of possibilities. Mars, on the other hand, 
the God of war who rules over our physical energy, our drive, our action, our passion, even our desires is retrograde. So he's blocked from being able to take the kinds of actions that he wants to take out in the external realm. He's on an inner journey. And in Gemini energy, he's trying to balance A, the ego with the intuitional self, B, the heart with the head, C, our actual wants, needs, and desires versus what we're being called to pursue on a mission, on a purpose, on a spiritual endeavor, if you will. So anytime that Venus and Mars come together in the cosmos, it is a time to rebalance the masculine and feminine energies that we all have inside of us. And this could definitely push our intense feelings into overdrive. This could illuminate new passions, new desires, new sexual urges, if you will. This is kind of a competing, competitive, aggressive type of energy, because of course, we have the very go with the flow receptive type of energy of Venus in a fire energy like Sag who just wants to go, 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 go. And we have the very aggressive, very dominant masculine energy who just wants to make moves and make things happen, who's being blocked from doing that and instead has to sit on the battlefield of the mental plane and really sort out and strategize the moves that need to be made so that when we're gifted with the green light go ahead, Mars doesn't waste his energy, doesn't burn himself out. We know exactly what it is that we want to pour into. And because this is Sag and Gemini axis, this has a lot to do with our ever changing landscape, new information coming in, new details emerging, changing the way that we think that we understand that we perceive certain situations in the past, and of course, position us to believe in a different path and moving forward, definitely altering in this particular moment, the direction that we are wanting to take, especially as we enter into a brand new year. The moon, still in Pisces energy, is going to square off, get in the boxing ring with Mars. This is a tension point. This is a conflict because we're really frustrated right now that we're not able to make moves and take action on our dreams on our intuition, on this vision that we are now being downloaded with. We want to exert ourselves out in the world, but we can't. We're being stunted right now. We are bringing things full circle. We are wrapping things up in order for us to start again. There is this urgency that we feel, but again, we're being blocked by the universe. We're not able to take action in the way that we would like, and that just kind of sets us off. Now, the moon squares Venus and gets into the boxing ring with Venus. Now, this is an interesting dynamic because Venus, who is in Sag energy, she just wants to have fun. She wants to lighten the vibe. She has a curiosity. She wants to take a new path, a new direction. But she's also not really listening to herself, to her higher self. Um, when you go ahead and you listen to December's energy forecast, you're going to note that the very first thing we got going on is Neptune going direct in Pisces energy. This is going to help us strengthen our bond to our higher selves, to our intuition, to grasp a new vision, a new dream, to be inspired and motivated and have faith once again. Right now, we're still feeling that disconnect. We're a little bit all over the place. We're not listening to our higher selves. We're not listening to our heart space. We're just so happy that we crawled our ass out of this dark pit that we're just very unfocused, very scatterbrained, just, you know, jiving to the beat of our own drum and trying to be happy. And right now getting into the boxing ring between the moon 
and Venus, we're very unsure about what it is that we emotionally want, need and desire. We don't have the focus to be able to actually get in touch with our higher realm and feel that energy come from our higher self to push us into the direction in the path that we now need to pursue. So the moon goes ahead and makes a very awkward interaction with Saturn, the Lord of Karma. And let me just say, this is likely going to be a trigger and an activation in our outside world. Why? Because the weight of the world, the weight of our to-do list, the roles and responsibilities, our commitments, our obligations are right in our face. The moon in Pisces wants us to rest and relax and bring everything full circle and heal. And Saturn just wants us to get building and constructing and restructuring and rebuilding and reorganizing our tasks, our chores, our roles, our responsibilities. Why? Because we've realized that we have to start building a bridge. That bridge needs to get us from where it is that we're at to where it is that we desire to be. And Saturn is in Aquarian energy. So this has more to do with us focusing on building a bridge to do what is right for us instead of building a bridge in order to save everyone else. And the moon in Pisces, super hypersensitive, super just wants to disassociate and live in la la land. And Saturn brings us back down to earth and we don't particularly enjoy wanting to be here at this moment. Venus makes a positive interaction with the true node, our soul's path, our destiny point. This is going to be a good vibration for us to get down with because we are really setting our sights on what it is that we want to pursue from here. The true node is asking us to get on the right path with this new mission, with this new purpose. Of course, we're biting off more than we can chew. We're dreaming a much bigger dream than is actually achievable in the Sagittarius energy. But you know what? We've been in so low for such a long time that when the highs come, we're going to ride them, even if it means that we're going to be disappointed in the long run when we have to kind of minimize our dreams and get back down to earth and take a good look at all the things that we conjured up that we're actually not going to be able to manifest. That's okay. But right now we're starting to figure out what matters to us, what's important to us, what excites us, what brings us a sense of passion, what, what brings a sense of joy. And We've been so numb for so long that it feels good to explore these particular sparks within us once again. The moon goes ahead and squares, which doesn't feel good, with Mercury, the ruler of the mental plane, who is also in Sag energy. This is essentially the heart and the head, not getting along, not being in alignment, not being in agreement, which makes a lot of sense because the moon in Pisces wants to wrap things up and is more focused on the past. And Mercury being in Sag energy just wants to catapult ourselves into the future. And there's not a whole lot of agreement going on between our heart and our head. Our heart is being pulled in one direction. Our head is telling us to go in the other. We are trying to kind of stay in this present moment, but the Pisces energy is very nostalgic, has us looking back. And the Sag energy doesn't want us staying in this present moment, wants us to catapult into the future. So we're having a little bit of a cluster F. And let me just tell you, if you're gifted with the opportunity to have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation, conversations might get messy they might be needed and the truth might get spoken but it might also create a little bit of drama that we're going to have to clean up before we can go ahead and clear the air and move forward now here's an interesting aspect we have mercury and uranus making a very harmonious aspect with one another why is that interesting you may ask well uranus is the higher octave of mercury 
Mercury rules over our lower level intellect, our ego intellect, dependent on logic and practicality. The Uranian energy is our higher intellect connected to the higher realms of intelligence. It's where we get aha moments, moments of inspiration, new ideas, spontaneous shifts in perspective. And then we bring it into the lower level intellect. We make sense of it. We bring it to life. We add that logic and practicality to it. We add that intellect to it. And then we figure out how to manifest it, what it is that we're actually going to do with these epiphanies, with these aha moments, with these great ideas. So I feel like this is going to shift our mental plane. I think it's going to shift our inner narrative, shift our focus. This is going to help us cut the cords with some of the things that we're having a hard time processing. I think this is going to open up our minds to new methods, new ways of doing things, maybe even a detour that is actually the best way for us to get to where it is that we desire to be. Regardless, it is going to be a lot of nervous energy, I would say you're going to feel it, whether in excitement or anticipation or in, you know, anxiousness, uh, nervousness, restlessness, central nervous system, Uranian energy, of course, is all about the electricity coming into the body, mercury rules over the mental plane, the headspace, the crown. So there is a lot of pressure going on in the headspace. But again, take a listen to this week's ascension forecast for a rundown of the ascension symptoms that we will feel with these energy blasts and how to kind of move through it. The moon is going to come up to, sit next to, bump into, have a little bit of a chat with Neptune, who rules over Pisces energy, who is retrograde in Pisces energy, who is preparing to go direct. So let me just say this. This can go a couple of different ways. We can either be so freaking overwhelmed with emotion, with thoughts, with energy, with just outside stimulation that we just may want to numb, may want to disassociate, may just want to curl up in a ball and sleep this energy away. Or we could have really brilliant ideas, intuitive insights. This could be the catalyst that sets us up for this new inspiration, this new passion, this new desire. This could basically upgrade our spiritual lessons. This could upgrade our psychic abilities. And I really feel, I hope that we're all able to kind of tap into the positive qualities of this instead of being so freaking overwhelmed, so confused, so wish-washy that we just want to kind of, like I said, check out altogether. The moon is going to sextile Pluto, the great transformer. And let me tell you, this is a beautiful energy. This is a total shift in the heart, total shift in the headspace. This is helping us get realigned as we move out of this Pisces energy and we prepare to start fresh in this Aries energy. Now, let me just say, this is a boss up move. This is when we essentially have turned our past pain, trauma, suffering into a source of empowerment. This is when we are leveling up emotionally, where we're seeing the amount of growth, amount of healing that we've been able to accomplish in our lives. This is us taking a brand new place of control, of power, of authority in our lives in order to actually go after our dreams and make things happen. This is a good vibe, a good energy. But if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you would know that anytime we get such a powerful shift, that dark force agenda creeps in and tries to ruin it. We're going to have an aspect between Mercury and Neptune. 
They're going to square. They're going to get in the boxing ring. This is going to cluster F our headspace. All the power we just stood in, all the clarity we just had, all the ideas of inspiration that we just had, the change of heart that we just had will essentially be shook up and will be challenged to fall apart. This is a mental cluster F. We lose the clarity. Our conversations go to shit. We're confused as hell. We're challenged to even get our words out right. We suddenly lose hope and faith and dreams. We suddenly just feel like we are falling apart. The main reason why this is happening is A, a square needs to illuminate where our fears, doubts, and insecurities are, especially after we just achieved such a level of empowerment. We have to test that foundation. How strong are we? Was it just a mood or is it an actual attitude? Because attitudes can stick around a lot longer than a mood. So we get to test how strong those ideas were, our confidence was, that transformation was. But even more than that, the moon is preparing to go void. And so we have Neptune squaring off with Mercury. Neptune, of course, just adding a whole lot of fogginess, a whole lot of confusion to the mental plane. We're already kind of cluster aft in the mental plane. There's a lot of pressure up in there. And then what happens? The moon semi-squares the true node. So emotionally, we're uncertain about the path that we're taking. Emotionally, we're questioning everything. Suddenly, we don't feel so good about the decisions that we've made, the path that we're walking, the ideas that we've had. Everything seems to be falling apart. Instead of seeing the growth, we are seeing where it is that we're still wounded. Instead of seeing the strength, we are now becoming weak. Instead of seeing where it is that we're being guided to, we are clamming up and choosing to put the blinders on because that will require us to kind of be bold and brave. And we're not just, we're, we're just not feeling that vibe right now. And essentially this is where everything kind of, you know, gets shaky, gets kind of stirred up as the moon prepares to go void. So what I will say is that the last aspect that the moon is going to make before going void. And I, I do want to give you a disclaimer here. It could go one of two ways. The moon conjuncts Jupiter, sits next to Jupiter, bumps into Jupiter. Jupiter is a very overall positive planet. He brings a level of optimism and confidence to us because he shows us the growth that we've been able to do. He opens up our heart space, opens up our head space, shows us where there is still room to grow and expand. He changes our belief system. He empowers us. He, he kind of gives us a, uh, a little bit of a hike girl vibe, right? A cheerleader vibe. He's just encouraging us. And he's showing us that we're moving into brand new life lessons. But sometimes, sometimes that can be scary as F. And so I would hope that the energy that comes out of this is that we're motivated and inspired. We're feeling empowered. We're feeling like we're ready to take on a new growing chapter, a new expansive chapter, a new belief chapter, a new reward and abundance chapter. That would be great. But the downside to this is that Jupiter tends to magnify or turn the volume all the way up on whatever it is that we're thinking and feeling. And if you've been paying attention, uh, the last couple of hours before the moon goes void, of course, we haven't been feeling so good, haven't been feeling so hot, haven't been thinking so positively. So the cautionary note that I have for you is that things could be so overwhelming, so oversensitive, so overstimulating that you feel like you're just having like a meltdown. And I, I would hope that we're all able with this heads up to be 
able to navigate away from this particular energy. However, what I will say is that regardless of how this manifests for you, it is going to be semi short lived. Here's why the moon goes void at 946, literally a minute after the moon conjuncts Jupiter. And while the moon is void, and again, may I remind you, when the moon is void, things are shaky, unstable. We do not want to make any choices, any decisions, any commitments, because we are not thinking clearly, nor are we feeling clearly. So things tend to fall apart. We've seen the evidence of that later in the day. The last aspect that we have here today is under the moon being void, and it's between Venus and Saturn. So Venus is in Sagittarius energy. This is a positive aspect, thankfully. Um, Saturn is in Aquarius energy. And what we get here is a little bit more focused on what it is that we want to create for ourselves from here. A little bit more serious, a little bit more somber. There is a little bit of weight here because we have to focus in on who and what is worthy of our time, our energy, of our effort, who we want to write in our futuristic story. This is putting a little bit more of a focus and a value on our personal relationships. This is putting a little bit more of a long-term focus on what it is that we want to manifest and create for ourselves. This is kind of bringing a little bit more of a logical, practical mind space to examining our current environments, what makes us happy, who makes us happy, what it is that's important to us, what it is that we actually value. It's bringing a little clarity to a cluster F of a situation created by Mercury and Neptune earlier when they squared off. So the dialogues are a little bit more heartfelt. There's a lot more maturity when we kind of tackle some of the difficulties taking place in our relationships. We are able to see what it is that is important enough to us to really get down to the nitty gritty to solve these problems, to clear the air and to get to rebuilding, reorganizing and restructuring those particular relationships. Money matters are a thing too. Um, but at this particular point in the game, in the Sag energy, we're just trying to kind of pluck out the silver linings of everything. We will get a lot more focused, a lot more, I'm going to say honed in on the details that, you know, Sag energy just really doesn't care about. Sag energy wants us to focus on the big picture. We don't care how we get there. We just want that big picture. When we move into Capricorn energy, Throughout this month, we will become a little bit more concerned on the strategy, on how it is that we're going to bring that big vision, that big dream, that big picture goal to life. So this particular energy between Venus and Saturn is just a little bit more down to earth, a little bit more reflective in the sense that we have to bring into perspective what it is that is bringing us a sense of happiness, joy, and pleasure, and who we want to share those particular qualities in life with.